0: you are listening to the med expert podcast a trusted source of knowledge and information presented by optivest health services get ready to gain valuable insights into navigating the complex world of medical schemes with your host lincoln
1: welcome to the med podcast hosted by optivest health services i'm your host lincoln In this episode, we bring you expert knowledge from professionals in the healthcare industry to offer insights and knowledge on how you can maximize the most value from your medical scheme. Now, I'm joined by two individuals from different medical schemes, Ellen Gray, a health channel manager from Momentum Medical Scheme, and Adele Wade, a senior consultant in distribution services at Bonitas Medical Aid. Welcome to you both, ladies.
2: Thank you, Lincoln. Hello. Thanks for having us.
1: (laughs) A pleasure. Well, the purpose of today's discussion is to gain insight and to simplify understanding why medical schemes are compelled to cover the chronic disease-less conditions like diabetes or high blood pressure, and also the importance of designated service providers, also known as DSPs, and preventative care benefits. Now, let's start at what a medical scheme's purpose to provide chronic medication besides being a regulatory requirement. Now, Dolly, if I can start with you, how will I know if I'm wanting to join a medical scheme? Um, if I'm an existing member, if my chronic condition will be covered by my medical scheme?
2: Thanks, Lincoln. Very important question. Um, You know, medical schemes are governed by the Medical Schemes Act. And there is a part in the Medical Schemes Act that is referred to PMBs or prescribed minimum benefits. And part of the PMBs is then the chronic medication section. So all schemes have to cover a predetermined list of 27 chronic conditions. So, you have to then, as a member, look at that list, see if your chronic condition is on one of those uh, or is one of the, the chronic conditions that's covered on that list. And that is all entry-level plans, all options should have that cover of the 27 predetermined chronic conditions. You also then have um, certain other chronic conditions um, you know, that might not be on the 27 predetermined list. And Mostly, your more comprehensive plans would cover those conditions. So, if you do use medication every day, life sustaining medication that you use every day, check whether it is on the predetermined list or whether you need to go on an option, a more comprehensive option that covers more than the 27 chronic disease lists. That's basically how you would check as a member.
1: Perfect. Um, That's pretty useful information. Now Ellen, if I can start with you, we'll get to your question. Um, now, let's use the example: If I'm a medical scheme member, and my chronic condition has been registered by my medical scheme, how do I prevent out-of-pocket payments on my chronic medication?
0: Thank you, Lincoln. So, yeah, as you said, maybe to reiterate, the registration is very important. So we do have members, you know, they fill in the application form and they mention their chronic conditions and then think there is an automatic registration. Sure. But the registration is a, an active process, if I can say it like that. So you need to uh, contact your medical scheme and register your chronic uh, condition and the medication, which is usually done either with a form that your doctor has to complete or with a call, Um once that is done, what's really important to prevent out-of-pocket expenses is to opt for medication that may be on the formulary. So it's sure. a list of medications that are covered in full. Sometimes that's not possible. So you would have a medication that may carry a co-payment, but that will all be confirmed on your registration. So that's why it's also so important to uh, make an informed decision there when you register. Um the next uh, important point is to use your designated service provider that is chosen based on your option. So depending on on which, which plan you opted for, you may have a provider where you have to get your medication from. There may even be a doctor that you should be using to get your script, but that's all determined by uh, your medication. And that's where also OptiVest would come in very handy as a financial advisor to just guide you through that uh, jungle of choices. So yeah, but... Formulary is important and the designated service provider of where you get your medication uh, in order to avoid uh, out-of-pocket m- uh, expenses.
1: Okay, Yeah, I think that's quite important. Um, like I said, at least it's, it's well explained. Um, and I think members have to understand, like I said, it is an active process. So there is some sort of um, Absolutely. Yeah, obligation on their part to make sure that it is registered and obviously they follow the formularies as well then. Exactly. All right, Adele. Coming back to you, um, how does the use of DSPs now the benefit uh, medical scheme members, and how will I be compelled to make use of a DSP?
2: So, Lincoln DSPs. Just refer to that again. It's your designated service providers, sure. and, and for schemes to contract with service providers have several benefits um, to a member. Um, you know, the the DSPs are healthcare providers that's very carefully selected by schemes. So that's their partners, their specific partners that they they contract with, to make sure that members have agreed upon rates and ensure that those members get quality of care as well. So your first um, um, reason or, or benefit that you have um, by contracting or going to see a designated service provider or DSP is cost saving. Um, sure. You know, it makes sure that members receive the treatment. And they receive that treatment at a reduced cost with lower or no out-of-pocket expenses. So I think that's your very first yeah. advantage of using DSPs. Secondly, I've mentioned the quality, quality of care or quality assurance. So medical aides go in contact with the DSPs and they make sure that they've got very stringent quality standards um, that the schemes establish with with the schemes, um, you know, with the agreement with the DSPs, yeah. And the DSPs also undergo um, performance evaluations, so that we make sure that our members actually get the quality care. Um, so, so that's your second reason, a uh, benefit to a member to use a DSP. And then lastly, the claims process. You know, if you submit your claim through a designated service provider, usually that process is simpler and faster. And it just reduces the administration burden at the end of the day, both for the provider as well as the member. If I can summarize those three advantages of using a designated service provider. All
1: right. And that probably brings me to the next question then. Um, often we hear about at times, and I mean, obviously not formally, but many people say at times that perhaps DSPs aren't the same quality of care as, as you've been kind of having choice to choose your own kind of option in terms of providers. So I guess the question then is to ask you, does lower cost of health cover provided by DSPs mean lower quality of care? And if I'm in a network option, why is it important that I understand my chosen option well?
0: So Lincoln, like Adele already said, uh, actually the opposite is true. Uh, DSPs are monitored very closely. They are vetted on an ongoing basis. There's also almost... You can call it a performance management, um, which makes sure that uh, these chosen designated service providers adhere to the standards and highest quality that the scheme would obviously like to have for their members. So, yeah, as I said, there's uh, really, if anything, you get higher level of care from a designated yeah. service provider because they work so closely with the schemes and really have the best, uh, the members' best interests at heart. Um, what's important to understand in your option? If there is a designated service provider you need to use, you really have to do so because otherwise uh, you may end up with out-of-pocket expenses. But what is really nice is that they are very familiar with the formularies, the codes that are covered. So it's almost that your benefits uh, will last much longer if you choose a designated service provider because they are very familiar with what the scheme will cover in full There is also reference pricing um, applied. They often charge within the medical scheme rates. So you really are almost safer in the hands of a designated service provider because it is aligned with your scheme's benefits. Got you. All
1: right, then coming to preventative screening benefits, uh, really nice benefits offered by medical schemes. Um, Ellen, I think if I can start at the very beginning of what it is. So what are preventative screening benefits?
0: So Lincoln, these are benefits that are offered uh, by the scheme uh, to encourage early detection and preventative care. So the old motto, prevention is better than cure, we would like members to actively uh, take charge of their health and go uh, for annual checkups. So usually uh, these differ based on your age, gender, and sometimes also underlying conditions where we then prompt members to please go for these checkups. But generally speaking, you would start off with a health assessment once a year where we, uh, for example, test your cholesterol, blood sugar, heightened weight, uh, blood pressure. And uh, then there are uh, regular screenings offered that depend really on your, on your target groups. So for the females, we would offer mammograms, pap smears because it's, the earlier you obviously detect yeah. any abnormalities, uh, the better the chances of a cure are. Sure. For the gents, uh, we have prostate checks, which are blood tests, <laughs> and um, we have from child immunizations to a maternity program to make sure our ladies go for their scans, etc. So they're really there to encourage members to take charge of their health and not only go to a doctor when you're sick, but to really annually Go and do certain checkups that give us a good idea of your overall health.
1: If I could maybe just ask Ellen, um, how does one access these benefits? Is there any registration requirements? I know obviously scheme dependent at times, but I mean, um, if you were to use a, an example of a benefit, are there some benefits that you would actually need um, authorization for? A
0: very good question, Lincoln. So uh, it differs from scheme to sure. scheme um, on. Uh, the momentum side, we would like members to do a uh, pre-notification for these benefits. It's just to also encourage them to actively uh, yeah. see that seek that treatment. But it really depends uh, uh, from scheme to scheme. And again, very important, I think, to check in with your financial advisor, depending which scheme you're with, what are the rules around these? Because what's also important is that uh, sometimes you need to use a designated service providers so or specific doctors to, sure. to utilize those preventative screenings. Sometimes um, you can use whoever you like, but uh, it's limited to a certain random amount or to the medical aid rate. So it's quite important to also educate, educate yourself around those benefits and make sure uh, that you know absolutely which rule to follow yeah. in yeah. order to get the benefit of these.
1: Perfect. Um, Adele, um, I guess this also ties in with what we're speaking about now, but where can I access my preventative screening benefits from?
2: Lincoln, so um, as Ellen mentioned, um, most schemes offer these preventative care benefits. And, and the nice thing about that is that it's it won't affect your savings or your day-to-day benefits that's available. So you'll have automatic access to them um, do that wellness screening. Um, a lot of the schemes actually have access um, or members have access to a, a, a Bonitas app or a Momentum sure. app on their phones where they can do certain of those screenings checks. Um, so that's one way that they can access those. But for some of the, the members they would like to actually um, go and consult with a doctor or a nurse at a clinic, that's how they can access the, the the wellness screening benefits. And then again, depending from scheme to scheme, whether they've got rules in place to say use certain designated service providers, for instance, to go for your mammogram or your pap smear, et cetera. But mostly um, agree with Ellen, follow the, the rules of the scheme, you make use of the designated service providers. And make sure that if authorization needs to be obtained by your scheme, that you actually follow those rules to be able to have access to these preventative care benefits.
1: Yeah, I think um, that's also important, like you were saying, just obviously follow the rules of the scheme um, if you want to get full access to benefits. And essentially what this does, it actually gives you access to additional benefits offered by your medical schemes. Um, also, I mean, that's our, that's the, the nice thing about our partnership with the different medical schemes, the fact that we can use your skill sets um, to have conversations like this. So literally, I think all that's left to say today, ladies, thank you for taking the time to come out and chat to us today. Um, I think it's very insightful for everyone to know about this. Um, There's not many platforms you can actually have these kind of deep conversations to speak about these topics, so it's really useful. Um, And, uh, yeah, for more information on these topics, you can head over to our website at www.medexpert.co.za where we have free resources available to assist you with more information. Ladies, thank you so much for joining us today, and we hope to see you in future.
2: Thanks for having us. Thank you for joining us
0: on this episode of the MedExpert Podcast your go-to resource for unlocking the full potential of your medical scheme benefits. To access additional resources and relevant articles, visit our website at
1: www.medexpert.co.za. Stay informed, stay healthy. Until next time.